AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome to The Word. Here we are at our Church of the Week program once again. And this is where we spotlight uh, the churches of San Antonio. And we're so happy to be able to do that. We are looking into our church, into our city, and finding churches that are doing the work. We thank God for the, for the national men and women that are preaching all over the world. But this is a time where we look home. We look inside and we see what God is doing in our beautiful city, the city of San Antonio. My name is Marcus Burgos, and I'm here with uh, the Church of the Week program, and I'm happy to introduce to you our Church of the Week. It is Leon Valley Baptist Church and Pastor Jones. Pastor Jones, welcome to the Church of the Week today. Thank you. Glad to be here this morning. Uh, We're here, and we are, uh, you just heard this week, five devotionals from Pastor Jones, and uh, I'm, I'm just still chewing on them as he has gone through the first five psalms and gave us a little, a little tease of, of what the psalms have ministered to him. And uh, Leon Valley Baptist Church is on Grissom Road. It's on, where is it located, Pastor? Why don't you share with us? 7990 Grissom Road. We're about the middle of Grissom Road. Grissom is a very small connected road between Bandera and Calabria. If you come down Bandera, we're two miles west of Bandera. If you come off of Calabria, we're just about two miles east of Calabria, right in the middle on the left. I tell many people we're across the street from Prince of Peace. Catholic Church, they seem to know where that's at. Right, right, right. We'll have to get them on Church of the Week next time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was just sharing, and what we have just heard this week, the devotionals, they really touched me. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you. As, as you are just sharing from your heart. Why don't you talk to me a little bit about what seems to be a, a passion, even a burden in the Psalms for you. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, Psalms has always been a special book to me. I'm not doing this now, but several years ago, I read the entire book of Psalms every other month. I would read five chapters a day along with my regular Bible study, my other Bible study, but that was part of what I did. And Psalms became a very special book to me. It helps you in difficult times. And then about a year ago, I decided to write a a devotion from every psalm consecutively, and then every section of Psalm 119. I'm almost finished with the book and we've put it out to our church by way of email. I send it around the world, our missionaries, to my pastor friends, to a whole host of friends. I'm not real sure who all gets it. It's posted on our website, and uh, it's posted on my Facebook page. Uh, just trying to share an encouraging word with people. Well, you mentioned your, fa- your, uh, your website. What is the church website? It's LVBC, the letters of our church, Leon Valley Baptist Church, LVBC.org. And that'll bring you to our website, and then you can find the various tabs to look at different aspects of our ministry. You also mentioned the, the Facebook. I went to your Facebook, and uh, we always go fishing when we're preparing uh, for, for the Church of the Week. And it says, someone, someone commented, it's been going here for a little over a month, is great. Uh, we searched through many churches, so they've been around. 
They didn't just go to the first one they saw. Uh, searched around for many churches, but we know this is the one. So if you're out there, you're listening this morning, Sunday, uh, Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, and you're looking for a church home, I would challenge you. Check out Leon Valley. Check out Leon Valley Baptist Church, uh, and I think you'll enjoy it. I'm here enjoying. I have the privilege of enjoying uh, the conversation with Pastor Jones today. And uh, there's something that I wanted to ask you, Pastor Jones. You, you touched on it a minute ago. Uh, missions. You send, you send your, what you write on the Psalms to many pastors, but also you talked about missions. And I, and I understand missions is a big part of, of your heart and your ministry. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we believe very strongly in the Great Commission. And Jesus said, go into all the world, not just San Antonio. Now, we want to reach San Antonio, and I wish I could honestly say we're doing a better job than we're doing, but we're needing to reach San Antonio. But we can't focus on San Antonio alone until it is done. We have got to reach San Antonio and the world. And from the very beginning of our church in 1984, missions has been an important part. The only single conference that we have scheduled at the same time every year without change is our missions conference. Every year in October, the third full week of October, we have a missions conference. We invite missionaries in, we have missionary themes, and it is at this time we challenge our church to look on the fields that are white under harvest, Mm -hmm. and we set our budget for the coming year based on that conference. We're supporting right now about 75 different missionaries around the world. We're also involved in a ministry called MANA Worldwide. Several years ago, I really wanted to find a ministry that dealt with children, feeding them, helping them. But I also wanted something that was committed to the gospel, and I knew that they would give them the gospel as well as a food for their belly. I wanted them to to really reach their soul. And I I just came into contact uh, with this man of ministry while I was at a conference in the Fort Worth area, got acquainted with Bruce O'Neill, the founder, and uh, just really fell in love with him and the ministry. And what they do is they feed boys and girls at different locations around the world, but every feeding center has to be connected with a local gospel preaching church. So every boy and girl that gets something to eat gets the gospel. And it's a program. They have to sign up to where they are there every day to eat and every day to be taught the Word of God. We support the ministry in Tinka, Romania with the gypsy boys and girls. I've been there three times, and I'll be going again in May, uh, speaking to the gypsy men. It's a marvelous ministry. It's expanded beyond just feeding boys and girls. They have orphanages. They have schools. I have been to the one in Haiti where almost every church that has a feeding center has a school as well. And they're doing a marvelous job. I realize that the Haitian pastors are doing so much with so little. And I'm kind of embarrassed to think we're doing so little with so much. But missions is very, very important to our church. It is. And I think today there's probably somebody listening that, uh, that has a heart to give. I am originally from New York, like I mentioned to you before, and one of the culture shocks that I went through coming from New York, I'm not, I'm not going against any of my New York friends. They're nice people. 
but when we came to, to San Antonio, there was such a heart, such compassion. There's such a, an outreach to help and to provide and to give. And so I think there's probably a lot of people that are listening today wondering, who is this man speaking to me? I love his voice. I love his heart. Well, let me tell you, he is Pastor Jones at Leon Valley Baptist Church on Grissom Road, 7990 Grissom Road. And uh, you can find him. Tell me about your service times. How many services are you meeting only on Sunday, on the weekday? What is going on there? No, we we still have the traditional schedule. We have Sunday school at 9 a.m., and I'm, I believe in Sunday school yes. because it, to me, is the discipleship ministry of the church. We have a number of adult classes. We have a deaf class as well as a Spanish class, and so we have that at 9. Our morning service is at 1015. It's a little strange for most people, but that's when we begin uh, and we have that, and then we have service on Sunday night at seven, uh, six thirty. Excuse me, six thirty, and then Wednesday night at seven. And we maintain the Sunday night and Wednesday night because there are a lot of people today who do work Sunday mornings, not necessarily by choice, right. but that's just our culture today. And I feel like if I say, okay, we have Sunday morning and that's it, I'm almost feel like I'm saying, if you can't make it on Sunday morning. Too bad. Right. I want to be there. And we have people who come just Sunday night and just Wednesday night because they can't come Sunday morning. Now, I encourage people to come to all three services. I believe it just strengthens the family to be there that often. We're inundated with so much in the world. We need the fellowship of God's people and the teaching of God's Word. And so we maintain those services uh, in a, all the time. Well, that's great. I, I think— uh Church has evolved. Yes, it has evolved. If we, you've you've been doing this for a little while, and we'll talk about that. Uh, but church has evolved. But there's something to be said about the, a traditional church. Yeah, many of us that are listening to this come from traditional churches, and we know and we remember, and we long for that. We long for that. And so I think there's there's no apology required or needed. This is how we do church. We love it. It's working. It's working for Pastor Jones. And let's continue to do it. Amen? And so we're listening. You're here with us uh, in our uh, AM 630 studios, Salem Studios, here on, uh, on the 12th floor. We have the, we have the penthouse suite overlooking San Antonio. And we are here at the Church of the Week program. And we'd like to welcome you once again. And we are speaking with Pastor Forrest Jones of Leon Valley Baptist Church. And I want to talk to you a little bit about history. Tell me a little bit about your history. What happened that got you into this? What, what did you hear? What was pulling at your heart? Why did you make that crazy decision to be a pastor? Well, for me, it goes a long way back. Yeah. I remember even before I was a genuine believer, I was watching something on TV and that it had to do with religion. And I'd made a comment to my dad, who is with the Lord now. My dad wasn't a Christian at the time I said this. Okay. And I said, I'd like to be a preacher. And he said, there's no money in that. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm about a seventh grader, and I just kind of ignored it then and didn't pay much. But at that time, my father 
just shortly after that, became a believer. We got plugged into a church on the southeast side of San Antonio, and God began to do a work in my heart, and I did feel like God wanted me to be in the ministry. Initially, I wanted to go to Africa, Kenya, Africa, and be a missionary, and yet, without any uh, mistake in my mind, about 1971, I was still in college, God really began to lay on my heart a desire to come back to San Antonio and eventually begin a church. And I prayed about it because that was a big decision. I'd already been in school three years with the goal of being a missionary. Right. And uh, so to make that change just prior to graduating was going to be a big step. But I really knew that's what the Lord wanted. And I came back to San Antonio, worked in my home church for a couple of years, then pastored just outside of Corpus Christi for 10 years. And in 1984, God gave me the green light to come back to San Antonio. And uh, we began uh, in the Leon Valley area. People ask, why do you call your church Leon Valley? You're not in the city limits of Leon Valley. And uh, I thought we would be at one time, but we've never been in Leon Valley. We rented several locations in our beginning days, and every one of them was across the street from the Leon Valley city limits. There you go. <laughs> so now we're about a mile from the city limits, but people know that area of yeah. town. It's yeah. been a great 33 years here in San Antonio. 33 years. Yes. You are the founding pastor yes. of Leon Valley Baptist Church, and I'm sure there's many, many more years to come. Well, I hope so. You know, I'm not as young as I was 33 years ago, but I'm still looking forward to what God is doing. God's allowed us to see some things. We've we've started some other churches as ministries out of our church in the San Antonio area. Uh, we've seen others go out of our church who are pastoring, one in Alaska oh, wow. and some other places and some missionaries that have gone out. And I really don't know who all because uh, with the military uh presence here. A lot of people have been through our church and then gone somewhere else, and they go into doing other things, but they were here at one time. Uh, God's just allowed us to come into many unusual ministries. Another mission ministry that we're involved in that is a marvelous one is called Dare for More. Mm. It is a ministry targeting women in the Dominican Republic and now in Africa and getting them uh, out of the uh, uh, situations they're in, mm-hmm. they've found themselves in, in order to earn a living, and and give them the gospel, and then give them training to where they can give, they can earn a decent living in the right way. Right. We have several people in our church, have nine ladies just came back from the Dominican Republic on a missions trip. We have a, a family in our church who are on the board of this ministry, and it's a relatively new ministry, but it is a great ministry. Again, it's just one of the things God's opened up to us yes. and uh, sent people in. Uh, we're involved very heavily in the Dominguez Prison out in, in our area, Dominguez Prison Unit, with a number of men out there. They work and uh, serve the Lord there. Uh, so it's not only around the world, it's local as well. Uh, and it's not only in the four walls of the, of the building, but outside, you yes. know, and I and I we're going to have to talk offline a little bit about that uh, Dominican Republic uh, outreach. My wife is Dominican. Oh, really? Yeah. And so that that is that is very interesting to me and I'm sure it will be to her as well. Uh, but tell me now that now that you're you're established and you're here, you know, what what does the future hold 
What are, what are you dreaming still about uh, for Leon Valley Baptist Church? Well, as far as dreaming, we have another major goal we'd like to do. And uh, we have some property that is located beside our church uh, that we would like to purchase. And uh, there's several things we'd like to do with it. One is we would like to set a place up on that property for senior citizens, uh, a community to where they can scale down and have a smaller place to live, less upkeep, but community. And uh, it would give them an opportunity to get away from some of the loneliness that the senior citizens face as they get older and sometimes they are by themselves. So we are looking at developing a ministry There's on the 17 acres for that, and then maybe a ball field as well, and then uh, expanding the school to some degree, our, our, uh, our academy. Another area that we're now working on is we've partnered with Maranatha Baptist University about Watertown, Wisconsin. It's a fully accredited, reg- accredited, regionally accredited university, and we are going to be offering the first-year freshman courses at our church uh, by way of uh, real-time, I think they call it, okay. Viacom. Right. The, the people at our church will be in class at the same time the students are at Maranatha University. They can interact with the professor. The professor can talk to them. They can talk to the students. The students can talk to them. This gives uh, uh, people who are wanting to get started in college an opportunity without having to move somewhere and yet be in a university that is fully accredited to where if they want to then transfer to another local school or another school around the nation, they can do that as well. That begins this September. We're setting up all the uh, uh, necessary equipment for that at this time. One of the staff members... Uh, is uh, overseeing this. So would that be open for, for anyone That would be open to anybody who wants to talk to us about it, yes. There you go. So if you're looking to go back to school yes. to finish or to start. Start. Especially for uh, the young people who have just graduated from high school, and they're not sure they're ready to step out, or maybe their parents, their parents. aren't ready for them to step out. Here they can still sleep in their bed, eat mama's food, go to an established university, get the f- basic freshman courses, which pretty much all have to have the same thing, right. you know, English and histories yeah. and maths yep, and yep. those things. I'm guilty of that, Pastor. Okay. I have one in Tennessee, and I wish I could get him back. Yes. And I have another, and uh, he's a senior, and he's dying to leave, and I'm trying to hold on to him. So I'm going to look into that. Okay. We're going to see. We send them down the street rather than, rather than to College Station or someplace. Right. Uh, but that's that's a that's a great thing. That uh, demographic, if you will, for lack of a better term, of the elderly, is in, in churches. It should it should be such a strong group in our churches. And sometimes, because we're going after a younger group, we tend to forget them. We have to be very careful about that. A church has to have the elderly people because they are the established people. Yes. They are the ones who've lived life, and they can't be neglected. Uh, I know, as you said, some churches have uh, transitioned to more of a young person ministry and mentality, and a lot of elderly people have felt left out. But on the other hand, you can't focus on just the elderly, or in a few years, the church will all be gone. That's right. You have to have a screaming nursery. Yes. And you have to have 
the docile elderly, and yes. everything in between. That's right. And uh, since I'm 68, I understand that. <laughs> uh, we have a very strong nursery, and uh, we we try to make it inviting and exciting to where parents don't feel uh, afraid to drop their children off, uh, a clean nursery, a well-staffed uh, nursery. But then we try to have programs for uh, the teens as well as the young couples and the elderly. I teach right now the Sunday morning Bible study at 9 o'clock for our couples, and uh, we're doing that, a study on marriage. Marriage is a choice. That's right. And so it's what we're working on. So uh, I'm, I've been to a couple of churches uh, in my tenure here, mm-hmm. and one thing that gave me great joy was to see some, some, of, some older people working, ushers, greeting, shaking hands, and just enjoying that time. So I'm very happy to hear that, that you're actively going after some of the older folks in our community. Now, I want to ask you one question as we begin to, to wind down here on Church of the Week at 11 uh, at a.m. 6.30. And so tell me a little bit more. You're, you have a, a missions event coming up, and you have a special guest. Right. On uh, Easter weekend, uh, on Friday night, which is Good Friday, we have a lady by the name of Kim Fook who is going to be with us. Uh, That name means nothing to most people, but if they will think about the napalm girl. And remember 1972, Time magazine featured a little nine-year-old girl who had been burned running down a South Vietnamese street with her hands in the air. She, her picture was taken. This is Kim Fook. She will be in our church Easter weekend. She will be speaking on Friday night at 7 o'clock, sharing the amazing story of God's grace in her life. I became acquainted with her because her son is now going to Indonesia as a missionary with one of the organizations that we work with. I found her name associated with him in their magazine. This is, this is an incredible thing. I, I was, like I said, I was poking around. I was fishing earlier today, and uh, I saw this picture. And uh, I know it's difficult. I can't show this to any camera here as we are in the station. But this is a, a picture that will be familiar to anyone that will see it, the picture of the, of the three children running away from, from two soldiers. And in the background, there's, a, there's fire. There's an explosion. And so this, this would be familiar. And so to know that this little girl, now grown up, is serving the Lord, is touring churches, preaching and speaking at churches, and not only that, she will be in San Antonio. Yes. She will be here March 30th, and she will be at uh, Leon Valley Baptist Church. And right. so I think that's a, that's a great thing to consider, March 30th at Leon Valley Baptist Church, 7 p.m., uh, to come and hear a challenging word to remind us of one of our responsibilities as the church. You mentioned Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. You mentioned the Great Commission. I love it. Go ye. I love it in King right. James. Yes. I'm, I'm traditional. Go ye. And so we need to be reminded over and over again because we get so comfortable. We get so comfortable in our nice cars and a nice home, and we work hard for them. I understand that. But there has to be that that component that that uh, compels us to reach out, that compels us to sacrificially give, 
that compels us to do more. Well, that's what we have to do. Missions is a sacrifice, and we challenge people to give to missions above and beyond their regular giving. That's what we support our missionaries with, and uh, the church has done good. Uh, can we do more? I think we can always do yes, more, yes. and I always want to keep the bar higher and that's higher, right. but this is one event that highlights what God has done through his grace in redeeming this young girl and how she got out of Vietnam. It's a story of amazing grace. And so I do invite them to come. Most our Vietnam people will remember this. Vietnam veterans That's right. will remember this. And so if if you don't think your missionary dollars are doing anything, then I would really challenge you to come to this yes. event because this is one woman, one young girl, that now a woman is making a difference. And so who's next is the question. Who's next? Who are we going to rescue next? Who's going to be the next preacher that perhaps in 10 years will be preaching? You know what? We don't know yet, but we're going to be looking. Amen. We're going to be giving. And so I want to thank you, Pastor, for coming out and being part of Church of the Week. Uh, I had a great conversation. I had a great time speaking with you. Thank you for having me. And I do invite all of San Antonio to come. And we'd love to get acquainted with you in any way we can. 7990 Grissom Road uh, in between... Bandera and Culebra, two miles each way. Right. And so just get there Sunday morning at, at what time? 9 o'clock for our Bible study, 1015 for the morning service, 630 on Sunday night. Thank you, Pastor Jones. And thank you for listening to Church of the Week here on AM 630 The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.